welcome to Relationship Smart Women podcast. I really want the women to be in brackets because I, if you are not a woman, I welcome you here. I um, just haven't got around to changing the name of my podcast, but I want this to be Relationship Smart Zone where we come to learn about how to be smarter and uh, cleverer in our relationships so that we can feel really connected, safe, and like we are thriving in our relationships. So welcome to you all. Um, Today's episode, we are going to dive deep into all the reasons we don't always love hearing solutions. So we might share something and our partner might come back to us with a solution immediately as their response and they're trying to be helpful and then they're met with uh maybe a bit of pissed offness a bit of defensiveness a bit of um you know pushback and they might be really confused because solutions are helpful right there's something that are good but um they're not always met in that way so what the heck is going on when our partner offers solutions and we do not uh, respond very well to them. Now, this um, can happen uh, in heterosexual couples very often um, with both genders offering solutions, both genders jumping to solutions. But very often I think uh, we can, us women, can feel that our male partner is um, jumping to solutions and not holding us emotionally. So if that is you, maybe this is podcast for you because we are going to jump into the to the how and the why of uh, why this doesn't feel that great to receive. Um, But, yes, absolutely, this can go both ways and um, is absolutely not gender-specific at all. Uh, Before we dive in, I want to acknowledge the Yagara and Turbal people of beautiful part of Brisbane where I am recording this podcast. And um, let's, let's dive in. When I am offering couple therapy and I see how people communicate it's often there's a real jumping in with a solution or advice or a you should straight after someone has shared so when someone shares with us they bring us maybe something that is uncomfortable or a problem so what we do is we just jump in with advice or answers or what we think or what we think you should do, what we think you should say, what we think you should try. But it doesn't feel good. I think it makes perfect sense why we do this, right? There's three main reasons we do this. One is we feel uncomfortable because it's really uncomfortable to have a loved one in particular, a friend or your partner, let's stick with partner just here, to have your partner, the person you love, in any kind of discomfort. We don't like it. We want it to stop. <laughs> we want them to be good. 
Because if they are good, we are good. If they are comfortable, we can relax. We want them to be comfortable. We don't like it when they're uncomfortable. So that's one reason. Uh, another reason is we're an evangelist for some, um, you know, solution thing. Oh, have you tried this thing? I did this to a friend the other day. I'm so into IFS and somatic IFS and healing and she was having problems and I jumped in and it's because I'm so passionate about this thing but I know this is not what we want and I still did it and then I apologized for doing it and acknowledged that that was really un unfair and uncomfortable. But yes, we can be so passionate about how you know, discovery or our studies or our our thing that we're so into that we we want to help everyone about it. And so anyone comes to us with a problem, especially our partner, they get um, <laughs> recruited or an attempt to be recruited into our passion. But really one of the main reasons, and this is the third reason that we want to offer solutions, is we really want to help. We're helpful. <laughs> we care. So generally speaking, our solution offering comes from a really beautiful, caring place, but it's often met with defensiveness or a sense of disconnect or um, a disappointment in the receiver um, because it's not what they really want. Um, it feels shit, actually, to be met with solutions or advice. What, why it feels shit is that what we're hearing is you are wrong or you're doing it wrong or you're not clever enough, you're not smart enough to work this out for yourself. You need me to work it out for you. Therefore, we're hearing, I know better than you. I know better. This is um, my wisdom, which is better than your wisdom. We're hearing, you've missed something, you're not smart enough. Um, we're really getting stuck with the solutions in there's a right way and a wrong way thinking with it we're very much in our head we're very much in our logical solution finding head consciousness and um we're in this right or wrong uh get it right you should and that can be really grating when we are in some kind of discomfort or pain. So what we actually want, what we want to feel good um, in our connection with you is we want you to be with us. We want you to come down from your head, from right or wrong, and be with us in your heart. We want to feel connected and we want you to be curious and compassionate to us. So we want to be, curiosity feels so much better than solutions, right? Oh, wow. So why does this feel so bad? What's going on for you? You know, questions. Keep it curious. But we really need you to acknowledge 
that this is uncomfortable and hard for us. Oh, yes. Thank you. That feels so much better. So much better. Then what we want is for you, if you do have ideas, to ask, do you want support with this? Do you want me to help you find solutions for this? But do not just offer. So um, we want you to be gentle and compassionate. We want you to be in your heart, not your head. When we bring you a problem, when we bring you an issue, when we bring you something that we just want you to hear and be present with us with. We want you to be our partner in this. We want you to hold us in this. Ah, what a relief. (laughs) What a relief. It's not hard to offer that beautiful holding acknowledgement. And gosh, it makes such a difference. It feels so much better for the receiver. And like I said, I still slip up. I still make the mistake of offering advice because I'm so passionate about all the things. But I think if you do, you can always do a little mini repair of, oh gosh, sorry, I went into solutions mode. I know that's not what you want here. How can I hold you in this? We want you to just stay with us in the discomfort. Don't rush off. We know it's uncomfortable. And maybe your the the speaker doesn't is not aware of all this, but that's what they really want. Oh. Feels so much better. Yeah. I wonder how you can bring this in. Um, and maybe even ask for this if if you feel your partner is jumping to solutions too much or if you are jumping to solutions, whether you can just stay and pause and just hold that discomfort a little more. So it's possible that you are here listening to this podcast because I sent you here from uh, partway through my course, my online course, Safe and Connected Communication. So if that is you, welcome. If you don't know about this course, it is basically a course that I have been wanting to make for years. I just see so much need in the work that I do that so many couples are stuck because they aren't able to communicate safely and respectfully with each other around topics. And so they just don't trust that they can. And then when they do go towards communication, their scared parts come up, um, they get triggered, they get defensive, they get um, evasive, dismissive, uh, they shut down. Uh, or they explode, they say mean things, it gets all too much. And that means they start avoiding conflict or it's it's just something where things aren't actually getting resolved or uh, acknowledged or understood in a way that means you can, you know, feel like you can move on or improve things. So couples get really stuck and that stuckness feels hopeless like we can't address anything we can't resolve anything we can't improve anything and then every time um communication is attempted the cycle gets more entrenched because the same thing keeps happening so 
for um, for many couples, they are stuck in this kind of uh, really frustrating communication cycle. And my course, Safe and Connected Communication, is here to help because I have um, within that I am teaching couples. It's a do-together couples course. You can do it on your own, of course, but it is made to do with your partner. Um, so I teach couples the skills and uh, uh strategy that will help you cultivate a deeper understanding of each other and feel deeply heard. Um, So communication becomes the avenue to find your way to safety and connection. And you can then navigate difficult conversations. You can talk about everything. You can bring it to this structure and the structure will hold you safe. So um, if you are struggling with your communication that course is available. Um, the early bird is on from the 5th of October 23. But if you're listening to this after that, you can go to my um, to my website and Nicole Matheson slash courses and you'll be able to find a link to safe and connected communication. So um, this is really great for those couples that just need a little bit of guidance around communication and they'll be on their way or it's great for people who can't get their partner to come to therapy Um, this is a less threatening environment you can do it at home in your own time it's available um, once you get this it's available long term it's also really great for couples who are already doing therapy but they just have all the resources and all the um, worksheets and all the guidance reminders in the one place. So I recommend it for, um, yeah, every couple really. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Um, please feel free to share this episode with anyone who you think might benefit from it. But for now, take care, have a lovely rest of your day and I'll see you next time.